MTV Breaks is a platform that helps young people break into creative industry careers because we know how hard it can be to get your foot in the door. This podcast was recorded live at MTV Music Week in Plymouth, where we hosted four days of MTV Breaks career panel talks. Whether you're interested in building your own brand and social media following from scratch or leading the creative of a signature television show, our creative industry insiders are here to help as they reveal their top tips on how to play the game, get the edge and bag that dream career. We want raps to be kind of its own thing because the culture is its own thing. So we needed to respect that and do something with the culture that wasn't, you know, still still glossy enough to be on an MTV Prime Star or whatever, but not feel like it's done in a studio. In this panel hosted by presenter Snoochie Shy, head of MTV UK's talent and music department, Anna Karatseva, Yo MTV Rap series director Charlie Sarsfield and Yo Rate series producer Darcy Thomas offer an exclusive insight into what goes into the making of one of MTV's signature television shows. Hello everybody, how's it going? Yeah. Alright, cool, I've just come from London, um, obviously in Plymouth now, which is kind of lit, you know, seen a few things, gonna have a look around, but we are doing a nice little panel today, Yo MTV Raps Unwrapped, basically, and I'm Sneetsha Shire, so I host Yo MTV Raps, and I host another show, Yo MTV Rates, which is a bi-weekly show, but we're gonna be talking a bit about that, and uh, raps as well, so guys, do you want to introduce yourself, let the people know who you are? So I'm Darcy Thomas, I'm the series producer of Your Rates and we do the bi-weekly show which is basically a spin-off of the rap show which we'll talk about in a bit. Hi, I'm Anna Kurtzeva and I'm Head of Talent and Music for MTV UK. Um, so me and my team, we, we're basically the first point of contact uh, with the music industry. So that'll be working with uh, record labels, artists themselves, independent um, pluggers, uh, live agents and we'd work with them to produce exclusive and unique content for all of our platforms. Um, yeah. Well, that's a good intro, that. Isn't it? You need a good follow up, man. You need a good I'm Charlie. Yeah, I just I'm series director of Yo MTV Rap Series Two, and that's it. That's all I got. And he's sick. I don't, I, yeah, that's he's it. He's sick, man. Does a very good job. Right. So, what does the show actually mean to you, Yo MTV Raps? All of you. I think for me, like so, so many of the artists that I love, like grew up on that show, so. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't get into it until I was like 15, 16, and then it was just like finding all the clips and like watching everything. And so to work on it was like a proper mad thing for me because I was like, right, like that sort of set the standard for like TV and music television for me. And like, so for MTV to bring it back is, is a very special thing. And like to obviously get to work with you and Poets Sick, and then the rappers that we get, to, or like the artists that we get to work with. Is, is sick and it's building and we are, it's, you know, it's early days, but I reckon give it a few more series and, and it will be what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like the, sh- the show is, is like the foundations of what rap is, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And Anna, why did you decide, do you know what, yeah, we're bringing your MTV raps back? <laughs> not my decision, yeah. not just my not decision, solely, but you know, yeah. <laughs> Anna is out there like, you're going to bring it back. Well, I mean, like, 
Yeah, MTV Raps is such an iconic global brand. And so when it first launched, which was sort of over 30 years ago, it was such an iconic time for, for the scene and it gave a platform to it on an international scale because that was that never been done before and so suddenly like hip-hop music was available in households all around the world because of the MTV power that you know so we're available there um, and ev anyone you speak to who watched that show was was kind of affected by it or it kind of resonated with them and stayed with them so uh, what we're finding is that bringing back heritage brands like that are really um, exciting people and it's working and um, we actually kind of first time we we decided to sort of bring it back was when we did the music week in London just before we had the EMAs in London and we did a Yo MTV Raps night there and it just was amazing it was like everyone like all the artists were interested in being there or being a part of it the vibe in there was brilliant and so we did the first series uh, around that time as well and again Again, it really resonated within the scene and because of the success of that we um, brought back series two and then we gave a bigger commitment to the actual brand as well by introducing other elements of the show uh, of the brand yeah we were just finding it really resonated I think at the time when uh, the scene is is doing so well and there's so much amazing talent coming out of the UK especially it was a good time to show that support and give a platform to that that genre so and do what we can to help everyone so um, in terms of like everyone involved on the show what are like the different roles that can happen behind the scenes of like yeah MTV raps this goes to everyone by the way it's a massive I mean it's a massive team like in terms of MTV side and then like production because yeah, not to go into the nitty gritty of it, but there's there's a team sort of that work on the ground to make the show every day for the whole period. And then there's sort of obviously talent that look after the, the sort of bookings and stuff. So I'll work alongside a series producer and then we have like, well, series two team was like sick. Like mm -hmm. everyone was like amazing, like from the runner through to the PD or whatever. The chefs like, as well, because the food was nice. Jeez, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I mean, it? the food was great. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think like it's a lot, and, and it is quite hard, because obviously this scene is one of the hardest to pull artists together, for whatever reason. Yeah. So like, I think like talent team work hard, we work hard, you guys work hard, because you guys are pretty much another section of the talent team. Mm. So it's, I suppose, it's there, I mean, there's a team of like 25 people that put this show together. And then there's the rates team as well, which work like super hard every week to mm -hmm. get artists in. So in terms of the series, and then obviously you have the people that come in and do security on the like shoot days and everyone's like good energies. So that's kind of what makes the show special, I suppose. And like, if you come to one of the shoots, it's super fun and it's not yeah. like, it's not like any other show where it's like, cool, sit there. And then when that sign comes on, you applause. It's like, you can play table football or go and sit in a corner and do VR or whatever you want. Like, or be at the bar. Yeah, or be at the bar, get smashed or yeah. fall over halfway through a link. Like, yeah. things happen. Like, oh, yeah, that did happen That as did well. actually Ooh. happen. So, yeah, that's kind of mad. Um, so I think, like, there's a lot of people that work super hard to put the show together. And that's, mm -hmm. and that's a credit to everyone from the runner through to... Jeremy. Yeah, you know, I like Jeremy. Is he here? Like, no, he's, he, he ditched oh, it. Yeah, I know. Jeremy, yeah, man. 
Yeah. Boss ditched it. Yeah. Um, Darcy, so you worked on series one of Raps, and yeah. now you are series producer for Yo MTV Rates. Mm -hmm. um, what's a typical day like for you, aside from telling me off? <laughs> you stressing me out? No, I'm playing. Um, scripting, so coming up with ideas for the guests that we've got coming in. Um, We'll start from the beginning. First of all, it's getting the right talent on the show, making sure that who's being put on trajectory-wise makes sense. So, like, where are you with your campaign for your music? Where are you with your views, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. We don't. For me, I don't want to have the same cliches on our show. I want new voices. I want new talent. I want the ones that the young people are actually watching, not the channels are watching. So, for me, it's about selecting those right people, and then once we get them, making games or a show that basically is built around them and that you and Poet are happy to like, miss about with, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Making sure that the front aspects is there and it's not just like a generic f music show. It has to be, uh, I want to make it the best of Gasworks and the best of Shaz for show fused together. Mm -hmm. That's what the ideal, yeah, the ideal situation for rates for me would be. Yeah. But yeah, daily, we'll probably be coming up with all the script ideas, writing them down, sending them off, getting running all the sorted, chilling with Kennedy to do the research on everything as well. Um, and then going into the edit after we've shot it, which then takes about a week to chop up as well. Um, we obviously go out and shoot our own VTs as well because we didn't just want to do a generic, like I said, music show. We want stuff that's actually happening on the ground. So in some of our episodes, you'll see Shy run up on someone's concert and kick off the backstage thing to get an interview. Like we try and be adventurous with it. We want it to be fun, entertaining, engaging. Yeah, so just a bit of that basically. Yeah. What's <laughs> been your favourite game that you've come up with? Mine is, because at first I wasn't sure about it. Mm -hmm. And I was messaging you like, I'm not sure about this, but actually it worked. It was um, with coffee yeah. and you wanted to do the sound system. Yeah, that was a good one as well. And she was up for it. I thought it would work because obviously she comes from a sound system back in it and having used to like just do the, the Yardie Man vibes of, yeah, wheel up, pull it. <laughs> it would just, it would give it that fun aspect to make her feel comfortable enough to give us like original content. So from that, we've got a freestyle from her, like three different versions of it, which we could then give to the digital team, which would then go out on socials. So, it just contributes like across the whole board and, and helps the other departments to be able to push out content as well. Yeah. But yeah, for me, I probably helicopter game as well. I like oh, yeah, the helicopter, helicopter game. That's a good one. I Head. wanted to make it bigger for this, uh, the next season, so I wanted You're to do. Get like a real helicopter. I want to put it on a canal and do like proper oh. like yeah. Okay, wow, okay. Budget. Yeah. Fifteen quid for two helicopters. Fifteen quid. It's my wow. job to keep it cheap. Private jet next year. That would be amazing. Oh, take off. So Charlie, obviously you're on rap. So how do you make sure that you're keeping the show fresh and like what's been like your favorite moment from the show as well i oh i think um this series was tricky because i think series one we learned a lot of lessons um so series two i really wanted it to come back with a bang and, and it and i wanted like the studio aspect to be somewhere where the viewers wanted to be and i think in series one that that didn't come across and for whatever reason that is it it's hard when you're making a show like this it's hard to to create that sort of at-home vibe. And I think that was our main focus for series two, was like, okay, well, how do we make this actually like more like, when we did the pilot, like you were saying, the London event at XOY, that was sick, because artists wanted to come. And I remember Avelino being outside, being calling me, being like, bro, I'm not on the list. And I'm like, oh, well, that makes no, but that's yeah. what we wanted it to be like. And obviously it's tricky, because artists are just like, well, why, why am I coming down? I haven't got anything to push or whatever, but we wanted it to feel like a place where people come and hang out. So I think, obviously, like I watch stuff and I make videos all the time. So for me, it was just like, this was the first kind of long project that I worked on for 
like I haven't worked on a project for three months since I was at MTV as a runner. So like, I think for me it was just like building, building on what happened in the pilot and series one and then giving it its own flavor, which was kind of, I think very different to what MTV have done in any of their other shows. And we want, it, we want raps to be kind of its own thing because the culture is its own thing. So we needed to respect that and do something with the culture that wasn't, you know, still, still glossy enough to be on an MTV prime star or whatever, but not feel like it's done in a studio. And I think that was the fine line that we had to play with. Mm -hmm. But then we got there, I think. Yeah, no, I think like, we did. Yeah, I think, I think we, we got there, yeah. I love well, season two. I like yeah, season one had, as well. We had a lot of our contacts and the talent sort of, they were coming in going, oh, this is cool, yeah. you know, I want to be here. Yeah, you know? exactly, and yeah. They really had a good time as well. I think they as liked well. the cocktails as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people was actually staying later. Yeah, Normally no. people would be in and out, right, see you later, yeah, but everyone was just chilling. Everyone else was partying. Yeah, that was the vibe. What was your favourite moment then? I th like obviously I'm I'm big on like reggae and dancehall and yeah. so like I I first shot with coffee two years ago and I remember speaking to Chronics and Chronics being like this was two years ago and he was like yo there's a 16 year old kid that you have to film with and we shot with coffee on the last night that I was in Jamaica and uh, and so being able to be like yo and like you know, really pushing an artist. And as a series director, it was kind of the only thing that I really was like, no, we need to do this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we got her on the show and then it, it all exploded. Like, sh obviously the show didn't come out, but we filmed with her before the EP came out or anything. And I remember there was that like week where everything was coffee, like mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. And it was just like anyone's Insta story was just tossed. And yeah. I was just like, right, like this is mad, isn't it? Campaign, she was yeah. doing all the pop-ups yeah, as well. Yeah, she was so doing, and, and, timing like, wise. and obviously to be close to that team and stuff and like know everyone from her team who came down on the shoot, it was like, I suppose it was, that was kind of for me like really special. But then like obviously it's a proper family that make the show. So like everyone from like, we had a WhatsApp group and we pretty much spoke every day. Not always good, but sometimes, do you yeah. know what I mean? And like, and I think that's what was special is that you can turn around and be like, no, that's a shit idea. Let's not mm -hmm. do, oh, probably. That's a bad idea. <laughs> you yeah. swore before me, this is bad, oh my God. Why? But we could be like, no, that's a bad idea and we'd rework it. And I think that's what made this show special, I think is that there was no one who was higher than the other person. Like everyone's idea were valued, even if it was the runner or whatever. Like, but for me, like Getz and Swindle was super special. Like, yeah. and and like I think it was sick to shoot with someone who's such a legend, and then Swindle, who's such an amazing producer. And and like I think there were a lot of special moments. Like even the studio was sick seeing that come together. Yeah. Um, and just to go into a little bit more detail, what other opportunities are there at MTV for like newer artists and like people that are upcoming? I think, I think we're, you know, we're really passionate about working with new talent, um, MTV, and um, probably our biggest campaign is the push campaign that is um, that we do on a local level as well as an international level as well, and it's where we work with talent throughout the year on and in different ways so we've got a big campaign where we use, we choose 10 artists that we really fully commit ourselves to for the whole year but then we've also got kind of weekly and monthly features as well from video support to monthly um, nights out and other commitment where we can really help people so we've worked with sort of if we're looking at the urban artists we've worked with AJ Tracy and Crepton Conan right before they were even signed and um, I think for me that is kind of really important helping them at a time 
that means something to them and that really helps them rather than just when they're big. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, me and the team are really kind of, it's, it's one of our things that we, we try and do mm -hmm. quite a lot. So. Yeah. Um, Darcy, I know outside of MTV you do a lot as well to help like, people get experience. Look at you laughing. You do, man. <laughs> yeah, I do. You're always posted up on your Instagram. Hey. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, um, talk to us a little bit more about that. Um, I wouldn't be in this position if people didn't bring me in. And I think it's important for us as a network to reciprocate that and keep that flowing and going. Because at the end of the day, we keep talking about this glass ceiling, but we are now in those positions to remove this ceiling. So mm -hmm. for me, it's just about bringing in the new set of youngers because that's how you get the fresh ideas. You find out what's actually making these young people tick. Do you know what I mean? Like anything, like we're always talking about building the whole team for reps. Like all of those positions, they need to be filled. And there's, there's someone that wants to look, there's someone that wants to do research, there's someone that wants to shoot, there's, there's someone for everything. And for me, it's just about finding all of these people and finding out what makes them tick and then putting them on the right journey or the right path. Or mm -hmm. even like if I'm a camera guy introducing him to Charlie, that could do so much for him. Like in six months when I link up with him again, Charlie could have introduced him to another person that could have got them a job. And it's just about creating that network, I think. And yeah, just yeah. giving back, basically. Mm -hmm. But I think it's true, like me and, me and Dar, especially like, like what I was a runner at MTV three years ago, and now I'm series directing like MTV rap. So it's actually mad. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's mad. Yeah, it's mad. So I literally, a, I was thinking about that yesterday. And I was, I was a like, researcher on yeah, rap season exactly, one, yeah. brother. Now we. No, yeah, I know. And it's mad. I did work experience at MTV as well. True, <laughs> yeah. did you? Yeah. See, it's fate, and it? it's the universe. But I think like also like obviously there's people that like give you that chance. So like mm -hmm. James at Lemonade Money, like sickest production company ever. And, and, and he believes in youth. And that's why it kind of works so well with MTV because MTV is so much about youth and youth programming. And, and then Lemonade kind of, the amount of young directors that they've had through their doors and then made like the most amazing videos, like everyone from like Jeremy Cole to Jamie Jessett to Sean James Grant, like everyone's sick there. Mm -hmm. So it's like a breeding ground of all these amazing talents that have worked across series one and two and the the, the um, pilot. So like, and obviously they they brought me and Darcy in. Like, you know, you got introduced to the show because like. So however, however those things happen are all because everyone believes in young people and and me and Darcy are very, very, well, in terms of the raps teams, like, I, I just, uh, like, on my Instagram, for example, like, there's loads of young people that are under 20, and, and they hit me up, and they're like, how does this happen? How did you get to here? And, like, we especially, I think, make time for young people. So if there is anyone listening, then they can reach out to us however they want, and we will make an effort to get in touch mm -hmm. with them. Like, the Wiley statue that was in season one, there was a guy that came up to me and said, I want to make a statue of Wiley. I blagged it for him. I told him, I told the director at the time, we've got a white statue of Wiley. Can we get it in? Can we get it in? And it just happened to make it because... That was the only set piece. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it was literally the, the only gassed. set piece. But for him, he's gassed. And then now it's on tour with Wiley. Like, having what, the heads? Yeah. Wiley's taking his own it, statue it goes head on, on tour, tour with him. him. <laughs> it sits so in a reception in the So Dizzy wasn't on series one. Yeah, but yeah, like that... Just having that opportunity, now he's doing the set designs for all kinds of people, mm -hmm. just for making a statue. Yeah. It's mad. It is mad. And do you think like getting into the industry, like work experience is the best thing to do? Like how would you say now? Not necessarily, I think in this, in, if you want to make videos for rappers. Make it. Make it. Yeah. Don't, and like, you know, you learn lessons in every video that you do. 
And I think like work experience is great, but I'd say work experience is great if you want to move into production. Um, if you want to make for the rest of your life, then I'd suggest borrowing a mate's camera and shooting or mm -hmm. learning through photography. Like I, that's how I did it. Is I, I studied photography and then I moved into video. And I think work experience is great because you get a, if you don't know what you want to do in it and you, you're unsure whether you want to be a producer or a director or a cameraman, then work experience is great because you can go and you can talk to the talent girls or guys. You can talk to all of the people and you can get a gauge of what you want to do. For me, I always knew that I wanted to make and I don't, I put me in behind a desk. Like that was the hardest thing about raps is I just had to go to the same place for three months, which I don't do. Yeah. And so like, so I, I knew that I didn't want to do that. So I, I started by just working for labels and shooting till two in the morning with labels. And, and that was how I like, do you need go and shoot. And that's how I'd suggest it's like the only way you get better is by mastering your craft and that's by working super hard. Mm -hmm. And I think like everyone who worked on raps, they're all masters of their craft. Like even if it's the researchers, like it, they are sick or the runners, they're sick. Like they go above and beyond and everyone on the team could shoot like, and that's such a blessing for me because normally I'm, I'm very controlling, but this, <laughs> this time it was just like, no, nah, you go and shoot that or whatever. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I think um, I'd suggest just making stuff and working with other people like me yeah. and Darce have worked together on so much stuff. And the, the amount of times that I'll get a call from Darcy and he's like, Chaz, Chaz. He's like, what are you doing on Sunday at 11? I'm like, I'm sleeping. And he's like, no, you're not. You're coming to this thing with me. Come bring a camera. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> And then yeah. we'll go and shoot something, and then next minute it's on Darcy's Instagram. And he's having, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like two months after I met him, we put an exhibition together. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Two, months. Two, months, wow. two months. Yeah. You must have been working every single day. <laughs> it was just stuff we were doing. Like, you, you build, we make every day, we create every day. So mm -hmm. after two months, we had a portfolio. So it was just like, that's why it's important to just keep creating, because you will create portfolios upon portfolios, and all of them can be used for something. And also making relationships with artists, that's what's so important. So yeah. if you're a young creative, it's like, yeah, your mate Tom who, who's down the road and he raps, it's like, well, he'll get better by doing a video shoot with you because he'll learn things, you'll learn things. Yeah. And, and there's so many friends that I've gone, I've got like a camera, let's shoot something. And then we've mm -hmm. shot something and then that's got them gigs or they've done stuff from that or someone's seen it and then I've done stuff from it. And it's like, that's how, that's the only way to move forward in this industry. And especially in this, in this culture, everything's DIY. Like the amount of artists that have like a mate that is a videographer and, and it, like Caleb, for example, that's where he came from is, yeah. is he just was mates with all of these rappers, started shooting stuff. And now he's, you know, one of the best in London. So it's mm -hmm. like, that's where, that's where this culture is different to like pop music, where you have to go through labels and stuff. This is like, everyone cares about each other and it's all love and energy. So it's like, if someone rates you as a person, they trust you with their creative. And that's what's different. And that's where you can break through that glass ceiling without even having to go. Like, I was never a, I was never a researcher. I was yeah. never like a PD or anything. I just literally was a runner. And then I made a video and then I was a director. And that's yeah. how it went. And, that, and I'm super lucky that that happened, but, um, I think there's no rules. Yeah, there ain't no there, rules. There ain't no rules. There's a lot no. of freeness though. If you'll be shooting yeah. a lot of stuff for free to get that experience. Yeah. So be prepared to give a lot of your time for nothing. But what you put out does come back. That's yeah. the main thing. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Perfect. Um, is there any questions before we finish up? 
Hi there. Um, what is the process of deciding which artists you're going to spotlight on each episode? So I think we all kind of make our own lists. <laughs> oh, the lists. The lists, yeah. <laughs> so like, I mean, we all, we all listen and love <laughs> rap. So like, we all listen to different artists and bring different artists to the table. We, we never want to put anyone in a position where they have to make something that they don't want to make something with. So sometimes that still happens. But that's the nature of the beast, I think. And especially, I find it more in this culture than any other, but there are some people that don't align themselves with other people. So you've got to be wary of that when, when, when building a show. Um, and, and if you know the culture, you know who doesn't hang out with who. And so you think about that. And if you don't know those rules, then, then that's where you come a bit unstuck, mm -hmm. if that's fair yeah. to say. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. Um, so I think, but everything, like obviously the MTV girls work super hard to find all the talent and, and we sort of, we, well, Shy and Poet are essentially our like ace card because like Shy's completely cemented in the scene as, in, as is Poet. So we kind of lean on them to go, okay, well, who are the young'uns that you want on the show? And, and they go, here are sick artists. And, and so that saves us a lot of time but also allows them to express themselves fully on the show. So that's kind of where, that's our starting point. Mm. And then everything kind of builds around that where we can. Um, sometimes if I start pushing stuff, like you can speak more on that yeah. side of things. I mean, I think there's, there's that fine balance of what you personally want, who you personally want to work with and put in the show to what's actually gonna work for the, for the business and the, you know, our audience beast, as well yeah. um, but obviously kind of I think we're all really passionate about the scene and the music and we'll listen to everyone's advice and we'll make sure that everyone's on board but then again you're looking at who is actually active in the scene are they pushing anything are they promoting anything um, who's available is it going to work with anyone else, what other things we're putting into the show, is it going to be the right thing for them, are we going to put them in the right situation, so there's a lot that we kind of think about um, before we decide on that show, on, on who we're going to pick, but yeah, there's debates sometimes mm -hmm. and arguments, but <laughs> generally I think we're very proud of, um, you know, what we, we end up with, so. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, who have been your favourite artists to work with on the show? Um, and does likability get you further in the music industry? I think likability is a funny thing. I think any publicity is good publicity. So you can have a villain type of character like a nasty Nick and that could still work depending on... In this scene? That. Depending no, on who it is. you're an arsehole, you're an arsehole, man. But like, some people, really wanna... some people <laughs> still buy the tunes of the arsehole because it's, it's controversial. What they're talking about does, like, it pisses people off. So that's no, what makes... No, but we're talking about, like, being rude to people and stuff oh, okay, like that. Okay, yeah. okay. I suppose no. it's what's known as well. Yeah. Like we know a lot of stuff that the general public don't know. Yeah. yeah. So we. Like I definitely interviewed someone that I will never ever interview again. Yeah. And I, yeah. So. And yeah. I've had friends. And normal poets. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, exactly. I think it's uh, such a tough question. Yeah. Um, um, my favourite artist personally was. Um, 
Well, I think series one for me when we had Michael Dapper, Steph London, yeah. like on the same couch, man, like that was just... Series one, <laughs> you just pulled out all the cards. Yeah. It was just like, all right, let's just get the biggest people. Yeah, and then and we I was had like, like oh, well, that's... six, seven there as well, and six, seven, like they, they're like drill artists, but they brought like their children and stuff, and that was like really so cute sick. to see like a different side of them as well. So, yeah, I think likability is a good thing though. It's nice to be nice to people. Um, doesn't take that much really so yeah I think that's the most important thing in any career like yeah. any industry like if you're a, if you're a if you're an arsehole <laughs> then then that's it like yeah. and and we like I said the, t uh, the raps team moves on energies so it's like if you've got good energies you'll attract good energies and and that's how we all kind of work so it's like, if you've got bad energies, then we're not really that interested. Bad energy, stay yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, favourite artist? I love Getz. I think Getz is sick. Yeah, like, that was a good one. Like, I just love Getz. And Swindle is lovely. That was like, a good one, yeah. To be fair, Series 2, we were blessed with lovely artists, all through from, like, the rates, all through to, like, any, any, like, any stu- well, <laughs> Oh, but there was maybe one or two that, yeah. yeah, there was a couple, no names, but there's, there's certain, yeah, it's just yeah. stupid, isn't it? I think season one, the, the Graham Ep, having Chip, D-double, oh, and yeah. Gets holding a Wiley statue on. And you love this Wiley yeah, statue, man. Yeah, that was like the ultimate, like, it was the full circle, like, to have all of them on the thing together, chilling and talking about it as well, for me, that, yeah. No, I rate, don't get me wrong, I rate the Wiley statue. <laughs> no, it's not the statue, I'm talking like, about all three of them together, oh, yeah, having no, them yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it complements no, yeah, And the Wiley statue. And the Wiley Obviously. <laughs> no, but the 6-7 being, like, the fathers of UK drill, actually being fathers as a VT, that was amazing for me as well, because it changed how they were being viewed. At the time, they were being demonised because of the drill situation, and, yeah, I feel like they were championed to basically break that perception and stereotype, which was nice. Mm -hmm. Do you have any tips for us? We're youth workers, actually, mm -hmm. based in South Devon, and... I used to watch it many years ago. <laughs> so we have a few young people that are really into drill and lots of different sort of rap music. But being in the southwest, it's really hard for them to get into it. And we've got aspiring rappers and everything. And then we've got a recording studio in our place in Tottenham. And it's really getting the young people. It's hard because we feel like we're kind of out on a limb sometimes. Mm. But they really need support and they need guidance and they need ways of being able to and getting people to come and help us. Mm -hmm. It's really difficult. Mm. I will take your details afterwards. Yeah. Um, Lord of the Mics is touring now, and I'm sure them lot, Jammer and Ratty and the whole Lord of the Mics crew will come down and do a workshop for you if that oh, helps. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. I th yeah. I I'm from St Ives in Cornwall. And so I know how hard it was. Like I was the only kid at my school that liked rap music. And, and I basically fled to go to London just because I knew that it's never, it doesn't get that far. Like everyone's jamming on the beach listening to Jack Johnson. And I was like, no, nah, nah, bro, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm gone. All right. Well, thank you everybody for coming. Safe. Thanks for listening to this MTV Breaks podcast. Let us know what career advice you liked best or what you'd like to hear more of using the hashtag MTV Breaks podcast. To catch up on some of the action from Plymouth Music Week, search on social using the hashtag MTV Music Week.